You're listening to the Get Fucking Real Show. Strap in as your host, Lisa Cherney, takes you on a ride full of GFR moments. From powerful messages to exclusive interviews to untold stories of super shitty moments before big successes and even real-life confessions. Lisa's been mentoring millionaire entrepreneurs for over 20 years, coaching top coaches and tapping her mighty woo-woo side to mentor the best of the best spiritual peeps. It's time to bring on the straight talk from successful, soulful entrepreneurs, inspiring you to live without regrets, to create your legacy, and be unapologetically you. And now, it's time to GFR. Life is too short to be a slave to your own dream Cause I'm working too hard And I want to feel so alive I jump out of bed because I love my life Living on my terms, I know that I will thrive Being myself, clarity will thrive So I'll stand out and be J-U-I-C-Y Hello, and welcome to a special GFR show. It is to celebrate my 50th trip around the sun, as they say, my 50th birthday. And I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate than to focus on GFR commandment number one, don't compromise. (laughs) I recently posted in Facebook about a week ago, asking people that are in their 50s and above to share their wisdom. And I don't know, there's probably 100 comments on the posts by now. Everybody loves sharing their advice, and I ask. And it's been enjoyable to really see what's important to people and what they will you know, spend the time to share with me. And there was, for sure, a theme around not caring what people think, don't do things you don't want to do, like go for it with your dreams and hopes and, you know, a general sense of like, live your life on your terms. And of course, y'all know, I am very much for that. I believe in being unapologetic and speaking our truth. And I recently have come to see that I am taking an even like firmer stand on a couple things in my life that I thought I was already taking a stand for, (laughs) you know, peeling that onion, another layer going a bit deeper. It's always a journey. We are evolving experts, mission-driven entrepreneurs, people, parents, partners, and there's always another cut. And I'm usually still surprised (laughs) sometimes when I like pierce the next layer and I'm like, shit, (laughs) oh my gosh, there's more. Can you relate? (laughs) I know you all can. So I wanted to commemorate my 50th birthday, which was June 8th, by sharing with you a really key area that I have even surprised myself with how... I am taking it to another level in terms of not compromising. And that is in the area of my clients and the people that I choose to work with. 
So this 50th birthday also is another, there's another anniversary within it, which is the 20th anniversary of my very first brand, consciousmarketing.com. And, you know, I've been in business 22 years, took me a couple of years to get my footing. And I, you know, got that URL, which I'll never let go of consciousmarketing.com and got my corporation. Actually, I think it was a uh, like LLC. No, I think it went right for the corporation. Yeah. So I got incorporated um, and the whole thing and it was my first business. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, kind of like rubbing my hands together, you know, what's this going to be? And one of the key things that I came to know in my work with consciousmarketing.com following a career in marketing and advertising at Fortune 500 companies and top advertising agencies was that marketing myself was completely different <laughs> than marketing other people's stuff. And, you know, all I knew was things like target, uh, okay, who is your target market? What is your niche? And I quickly realized that it wasn't enough. It wasn't specific enough for the mission-based entrepreneur who was marketing and selling on some level themselves, some something that was close to them that they really gave their heart and soul to. You know, perhaps it was literally selling themselves as a coach, mentor, therapist, doctor, healer. It also could be somebody who just is giving a very personal service, like a realtor. You know. And I, I quickly realized that a niche, picking a niche or identifying your target market was not enough. And so I coined this phrase or this label, the ideal client. And I do believe I was the first, if not among the first, of course, back then there was y'all no social media. Can you believe it? <laughs> and so, you know, who knows what other people are doing on the planet, but here on the West Coast in the entrepreneurial space, I was among, if not the first, to say the term ideal client. And it was my way of saying it is so much more than a niche. I even later started to say, ditch your niche and you'll get rich or a target market that it, because it's so personal in its nature, we need to be even more specific about the people. Not only with their psychographics, like what are they struggling with and what are their needs and what is their mindset and what is their value system, non-demographics, but also in how they treat us and how they see us and how they are in their relationship with us because it is such an intimate relationship. So for 20 years, I have been teaching how to claim your ideal client. And in my recent years here with the GFR mission and brand, I have coined a new phrase, the ideal aligned client. It is a deeper cut. <laughs> it is peeling the onion and claiming even more significance around how it feels to be with that client and how they line up with you or me um, in our business, in the way that we like to be in relationship and really what they're up to and what they're about, the ideal aligned client. So in my work now with people that I get to work more closely with and in my specifically 
my unmentoring with them in the area of their marketing, we, we say ideal aligned client. And let me tell y'all, I have had a breakthrough even within the last month around this. And I think it's related to my birthday and just how I'm holding this year post pandemic and just like grateful to, you know, be through it, be alive. Just there's, there's so much that is inviting me to be more deliberate, intentional, and conscious about who I spend my time with, where I give my heart and who is in my orbit. And for me now, it, who is in my orbit is a large part my clients. So another way to demonstrate how important this is, you know, in my work with people, you know, when I started to work um, one-on-one again with people a few years ago, and uh, it took me about a year to realize I was doing something called unmentoring because I was not giving advice. I was really helping people find their voice, trust themselves, learn to say no, get way more intentional about the other priorities in their life aside from money and making sure that that is, you know, in their business model and supports them with where they want to go. We, we created these unmentor milestones and really it was me just going, okay, who am I working with and what, how do I articulate what I feel like my ideal aligned clients in the unmentor program? How do I articulate how my ideal aligned clients are like what they want? And so we have these 12 unmentor milestones and you can go check them out. We'll put a link in the show notes here. But number 10 says, you only want to attract clients and opportunities that are an energetic match. You are vulnerable and unapologetic in your marketing. So that's unmentor milestone number 10. And it was, it felt really good to put that um, on this list of milestones along with you know, trusting your intuition, creating a business model that serves you, um, constantly giving, consistently giving yourself a raise and charging what you're, what you, what you value. Um, there's a whole bunch of great stuff on this list. And this specifically is about attracting clients and opportunities that are an energetic match. And that my friends is the ideal aligned client and combining that with our beautiful GFR commandment. Number one, don't compromise. And of course, the confession question, we always have to always have to say that because that's how you know if this one is for you, is what am I tolerating? What am I tolerating? So, you know, 20 years ago, I acknowledged that we need to be way more specific in our, first of all, in our hearts. It's an insight. That was my tagline back then, from the inside out. And we needed to go inside first and decide who we wanted to work with, who we wanted to take a stand for and how they, how we wanted to be in a relationship with them, how they want, how we wanted them to treat us. What did they value? Like, were they spiritual? Were they holistic? Were, you know, like just so much more. So I've been walking out this entrepreneur thing for 20, 22 years. 20 years since the ideal client and now the ideal aligned client. And I have had a new level of awareness in this area. So for my 50th birthday, I wanted to share some of the things that I am claiming now around who are my ideal aligned clients. And in this process of sharing this, I invite you, if you are in business for yourself, 
I invite you to take a minute and think about what you might be tolerating in the area of who you are gifting with your time, energy, money, and expertise. Because you don't need to wait until you turn 50 or 60 or 70 to decide that you're going to do things on your terms. I really believe that we don't need to wait till these milestone birthdays. And I think the GFR commandments in their entirety really invite us into inquiry and to really be questioning all of the stories that we tell ourselves that convince us to do things that we no longer want to do, to convince us to do things that don't really feel great. We are being invited by the GFR commandments to question those stories. And so I, regardless of your age, <laughs> I hope that you will um, listen to this episode and really take a minute to inquire who is my ideal aligned client. And I could tell you that uh, if you want some more help with that, please reach out, <laughs> go to the website, set up some time with me. We also, we have a new page on our website for Unmentor and for Unlaunch. Go to lisaturney.com. You can check that out. And you too can make it a priority to be really diligent about who you let into your orbit. So here's what I've learned lately. <laughs> this is a big one. And I have done this in many forms over the years, but more recently it's, you know, I think it feels big now because of the way that I'm choosing to work with people and the business model that I've chosen to claim for myself, which is that I only work with 24 clients, three groups of eight clients at any given time. So 24 clients total, and that is in my unmentored program. We have three groups, I call them pods. And I know these are the 24 people that I'm in relationship with that have that I have a day-to-day -day connection with and the way that I structure our relationship. And it's intimate. And I feel like I am giving my heart and soul. And I really love that. I love being there for my clients. I love being the one that they can message when they want to celebrate or when they're having a hard time. I love being in their lives on a day-to-day -day basis. And it is a very intimate relationship. And therefore, it is really important for me to make sure that I am choosing the right people to invest my time with. And so recently, I've realized that I have a little bit of a blind spot. <laughs> and it was interesting because when I, I had three different situations over the last, I think it's been about a year where I realized that there was something that wasn't really feeling right in my relationship with one of my clients. And I, instead of, it was really subtle. So it wasn't anything big. You know, I've kind of covered off all the big things. Like if people overtly are not feeling like we're a match, <laughs> you know, we don't stay working together for very long. And, and quite frankly, everybody that I work with now, I speak I am the one who has the conversation with them um, and decides whether we're going to work together. So, you know, I pretty much have a 99% <laughs> rate of um, people sticking around and for multiple years, actually, but once in a while, and, and here's what happens too. I think this is important to say is that 
somebody can, and this is like, make a note for this for yourself. It's like someone can feel really aligned when you first talk with them because you're meeting them right where they're at at a specific time in their life. And I think if, you know, the pandemic uh, taught us anything, it was that things can change really quickly in terms of what we prioritize and how secure we feel or, you know, how much momentum we have to make some changes in our lives. So I had um, a couple experiences where I had a blind spot. And the blind spot was that there would be something about the way that I am working. Um, and I think in all three of these examples, it had to do with the group. So I really believe that to get a transformation that is on the level of healing and evolution that I am holding space for, there needs to be a community, an intimate community that's safe where everybody's up to the same thing. They're all operating at a high level of integrity in terms of uh, their commitment to their evolution. And I, I really believe in this. And I have been holding space for groups like this for 15 years or more. And I had these three clients and they all weren't keen on the group. And, and you know, <laughs> in my experience, it is a challenge for the entrepreneur to go, to move from a one-on-one -on -one model to group. And in the way that I work now, there's both, people get both. But they had some resistance to the group and I sort of let it go. And I thought, well, it'll work out or, you know what, you don't need to show up to the groups. It can be like optional. But what I found was, is that that little kind of a pebble in my shoe or scratch in the record of them really not being keen to the group was a bigger indication of misalignment than I realized. And it showed, it was really exhibiting to me that the, our value system wasn't similar in terms of what we, how we liked to engage in evolution. And it indicates also a, like a lot of people are like, you know, it's, I don't, I, it's going to be vulnerable. You know, I, I mean, there's a lot that goes on when you decide to, to be in a group, like how you participate and what you're willing to share and not, and who are the other people and what is this, you know, the container that the, the leader is holding. And, and that's, I totally get all of that. And that's all totally relevant. But when someone resists engaging in that way, I just realized they're not my ideal client and it's no judgment on them. It's just, it turned out to be an indication of multiple misalignments. And so my, the lesson that I learned was, you know, especially with the experience that I've had in creating like programs and ways that I work with people and being super clear on what I know works, if someone doesn't match that, they don't match that. If they don't feel like they need that, then they're not my ideal client. And I have a blind spot. So that was a blind spot where people might show some resistance and I, but I feel like they're aligned in lots of other ways. So I kind of like, oh, you know, you don't need to show up to the group. The other blind spot that I have is people that I have a prior relationship with. So I had a couple people come into my world that were friends or acquaintances or like friends of friends or colleagues. And I noticed too, that sometimes I would ignore those signs um, that, and, and they would say, well, you know, I'm not really a group person. They would somehow see themselves as not fitting in or, 
you know, not aligned. Maybe it was an ego thing. You know, there's all kinds of stuff that happens, but I was ignoring it. And so I really want to claim here on the show how important it is for me and for all of us to really feel aligned with our clients. And I know it's so difficult to say no or to let clients go. And I, the other thing that I want to really claim here is that I, and this new deeper cut around ideal aligned client for myself, I need to set aside any money conversation. I need to set aside, I don't, I need to, I need to let go if there's going to be a re, if I'm going to give them a refund, if, oh, you know, I haven't gotten a client in a while or, oh, like, I don't want to let them go because, I, for, you know, there's always, for me, money fucks up my judgment. And so if I could set aside any of the dialogue around the impact that that client exiting would have from a money standpoint, gosh, that's so much more clear. <laughs> It's so much more clear. So I have a blind spot around, uh, you know, if somebody doesn't want to do the group or that some aspect of the program, I kind of in the past was sort of letting that go. I have a blind spot if I have a prior relationship with the person, not if they were prior client, but if there was some kind of personal or some kind of ancillary relationship with that person, I kind of have, I was had a blind spot around that. And then the money and the willingness to let that person go. It's like these kind of, it was like these, a trifecta really. And I'm not doing it anymore. And so I had a really big breakthrough a couple of weeks ago when I was feeling some tension with, within my body with a particular client. And I could feel there was like, I, I could, I was seeing some outward signs of that. It wasn't aligned anymore. And then I could feel myself wanting to please the person and really like trying much harder and like, I could, I was like, wait, what if this does not feel good? Like all every, most of my relationships are so easy. We just, it just feels so right. They know they're supposed to be working with me. I know I'm supposed to be working with them. There's like such an enormous amount of trust and great communication. They ask for what they need. I answer for what I need. And, and this was not feeling that way. And I caught myself and I decided to have a check-in conversation. And then it was, it was a beautiful, you know, um, mutual transition. And I just felt so great about that for both of us because I'm no longer willing to hold on to clients just because there's a contract and agreement. If we're not a match, it just does not resonate with me to do that at all. So that's another thing that I'm doing and I'm not that I'm not compromising on anymore. Okay, so what else did I want to share around what I've learned lately about not compromising around my ideal aligned clients? Oh, here's another thing. Um, for me, and you can think, think about for yourself, the just characteristics of like, think about, and we do this in the uh, claim your ideal client work when I work more closely with people, as we say, like, like, think of like your favorite client and what is it about them that you love? It's never the demographics. Oh, they're a man and a female. They've been working this. Like, it's never that. It's, it's always like, so my, my, my things are, they're really coachable. Like they really want to hear, like they have these ahas and then they take action on them. Like coachable, like wanted, you know, not just want advice, but really wanting to evolve. And they are really diligent. My ideal clients are really diligent about questioning their own, like calling themselves out. 
<laughs> like, okay, that's my story. I could feel that, or I have a fear here, or I have a resistance here. And I just tell you after 22 years in this space, I know now it's not about a missing skill or strategy or blueprint or formula. I know it's, I know it's where we get in our own way. And so it's all about questioning the things that we, that are coming up for us and then learning from those. And then they grow and makes the business grow. So questioning. And the other thing is curious. I love my clients to just be curious, curious about, Oh, I wonder, can this be done another way? Can it, can I make it, can I make this feel even better? You know, really questioning. Um, there's just so much in life to that we can kind of fall into and just do automatically. Cause that's just my mom puts, you know, ketchup on a hot dog. So that's what I do and just scale up from there to so many other things. So I like my clients to be coachable, questioning, and curious. So one last thing that I want to share, um, and I invite you to, to inc inquire for yourself. Remember the confession question for GFR commandment number one, which is don't compromise is what am I tolerating? So I really invite you to inquire, what am I tolerating? And it could be in this area of ideal aligned client. What am I tolerating? Uh, because we really actually don't have to tolerate anything. We and and the quicker, in my years of experience in holding space for people with this, the quicker that they claim their ideal client, the quicker that they like let go of of feeling like they need to take on clients or situations that don't work. The quicker you actually get like the the replacement. The quicker that we get the feeling good client, the ideal aligned client, and so. It was, I mean, I have all these examples like this, this particular most recent example, I, in the same day, um, I had a client renew with me for another year, which 50 to 75% of my clients do renew with me for a second year, which is something just like, oh my God, I'm so honored and excited and proud. And of course it makes my life so much easier, but I had uh, somebody renew the same day as I had somebody that had been with me for our, our, you know, less than a year transition. And that was great. It was just, it was like, it just showed me the universe is totally there in support of me. If I just, if I am just really committed in my 50th year on this planet, am I just really committed to being really integrous with who is in my orbit and who I give my heart to and who I partner with? Yeah. It's just, and I really invite you to do the same. And I know it could be scary but take baby steps and you will see the magic begin to happen. You will see the new opportunities coming. We call them an unmentor. We call them blue, blue clients or blue opportunities, things that come out of the blue. You'll be amazed what happens. So the last thing I wanted to share that I think really illuminates where I'm not compromising anymore is in the area of talking with my clients about money. In my past lives, in my past businesses, there's been like, there's been like this, if somebody can't make their payments or something. It's just becomes more of a transactional relationship. And lately I've realized that there's a lot of healing for me and my client that might have some financial issues, temporary or otherwise, if we can really talk about it and I can help them from a standpoint of where's their low hanging fruit or what could we implement right away? Or where might you have a blind spot that you're not seeing where there's opportunities? Like it really allows for that. And it also is just so healing to have really frank money conversations. We just have so much baggage around that. And in the past, I know I've had relationships with mentors and I've also had in my former business model, 
it just, it wasn't there. If somebody started struggling with money, it, it became like, it's like all of a sudden I wasn't in a coaching space with them anymore. It was like about, you know, uh, agreements and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so I just don't operate that way anymore. And, um, and it kind of goes back to the people really being in communication with me and being coachable is that I have found that the more that I lean in to clients that are having temporary money issues or whatever, like the closer we get, it's kind of like in any relationship, right? You know, in a marriage or in a, with a life partner where when you really lean in in those times of struggle and you work together, it just makes you stronger. So I, I just have, I'm just so blessed to have these relationships in my life with my clients where we can talk about this stuff. And I have been so rewarded oh, during the pandemic. I, you know, I followed my intuition. I had people come in and not pay me for three months. I have had people skip a month if they need. Some people pay monthly, some people don't. But I've just, you know, in this new era with this GFR brand, um, which has been about three years now, I have just chosen to operate in a way where I just follow my heart. I follow my intuition. I don't compromise but I just keep listening and treating my clients like I would an intimate relationship. And so thank you for, for being with me to hear how I am not compromised anymore. <laughs> I'm not compromising anymore. If, you know, people, we, we both change. Like I change, my clients change, you know, priorities change and therefore relationship changes. And I allow for that. So that I always have around me the people that are right, right there, um, really in it. And I'm really in it. And it just feels really good. And I'm so grateful to have created, chosen a business model and created now this, I call it right fit business and right fit income goals that I can really honor my, my gut and take the time. I'm not moving too fast now. I used to be moving so fast. I'm not moving too fast anymore where I cannot take the time and connect with people and really make sure that we're a right fit for our relationship at its onset and as we go along. And so I, I hope that you got something from this and that you maybe had some ahas around where you might be compromising or what you are tolerating when it comes to who you're working with or how you're working as you all know, I let go of a seven-figure business in 2014, and I consider my biggest failure and my biggest success. And that was my first big, bold GFR move that, that I didn't know was launching this mission. And um, if you haven't checked out the commandments yet, you really want to do that. If, you, if this interests you at all to really be real and to, to, to be unapologetic and examine where maybe you're not or to see where you maybe are tolerating stuff, the it's a roadmap. Those 12 GFR commandments are a roadmap. Just pick one at a time. They don't need to be in order, but just inquire. So grab your commandments. If you really want to uh, be with me on the front lines of my GFR journey, <laughs> um, join the GFR squad. We meet monthly, we pick a commandment and we have a conversation about it. It is an amazing group. It is, I have seen so many bold changes and transformations just from people speaking their truth. No coaching, no big solutions, not advice, but just people speaking their truth. It is transformational on multiple levels to just say the things out loud that are not working for us. And it's amazing what happens with no other action, but to just really confess that. So 
if that's of interest to you and confessions are not mandatory, just being in the vibe um, is really beautiful. Join the GFR squad. I'd love to get to know you. And uh, it's only $20 a month, which is crazy. Um, I thought I was going to raise the price when I first started, but no, nope, we kept it at $20 a month. It includes that one um, community confession call a month with me and uh, access to our, call it squad quad, uh, Facebook group and bonus trainings from every single guest on the show and all kinds of other goodies that we send you in the mail, like like true gifts and stuff for only $20 a month. So that's at gfr.life forward slash squad. If you don't have your commandments, go to gfr.life forward slash 12C. And uh, happy birthday to me. Thank you for celebrating with me. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't yet. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with another amazing story that is intended to inspire you, keep you motivated so that you can make the difference you're supposed to make here in, in this time around and the sun that you are here over now for now.